0: Audio versions of the show are available on my website at com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Uh, So anyway, as you can see over here to uh, my side, uh, the item that I'm going to show you is Yars' Revenge, and I'm sure you're going to say, well, Rob... I'm familiar with Yars' Revenge. I've played some Yars' Revenge on the Atari 2600. And I guess what would be interesting is that uh, on the shelf right above uh, where I sit are uh, not one, but two copies of Yars' Revenge. Which, uh, other than some slight fading, or perhaps that's just the lighting. No, it looks like one's a slightly different shade uh, than the other. It doesn't really look like that to my naked eye. I guess this one would be a little bit more orange and this one's a little bit more red. Um, but that's not really the um, reason that I have two of these. The reason that I have two of these is because if you look on the back, this one has been signed by Howard Scott Warshaw, who was the uh, not only the creator of Yars' Revenge and of Raiders of the Lost Ark for the Atari 2600, but also probably most infamously known as the creator of et uh which some people say is responsible for the downfall the video game crash of 1983 now i have i i um, i had an unpopular opinion for many years which has now become a more popular opinion i constantly said back in 1983 two different things one uh well, I think I said three things. Number one, that game had nothing to do with the video game crash. That that is, um, uh, I, I think if you're, when you are a journalist, and especially if you're a journalist that uh, might be reporting on something that you don't know that well, or that you're not deeply versed in, um, and that's that's not the right way to say that. I don't want to say that. Uh, what I'll say is this: it's easy to show an example by by pointing to a single thing. You know, it's easy to explain. Uh, you know, you you can say, well, the reason dinosaurs <laughs> went extinct is because this and that, blah, blah, blah. Or you can say, well, you know, a meteor hit. And and that probably, why, how did I get off on that? I don't know anything about meteors. But, uh, but my point is that, you know, it's easier to explain to someone if there's just one thing. And so you could say, boy, you know, there were a lot of bad games and... uh People were looking so much forward to e t and when they got it, it was a bad game, and there was this huge backlash. Well, it makes for a nice story, but it's not really uh not really the case. If you were there, it's not really the case and um I guess. The other thing that I always say about the video game crash... And by the way, I did a whole podcast about the video game crash. If you want to go back and look at the old episodes of You Don't Know Flack, there's an entire episode about the video game crash of 1983 and my perception having lived through it. But the other thing that I often say is that I didn't notice it. Uh, You know, what I noticed... What a great time to start mowing the lawn right outside my window! <laughs> I could not catch a break. Oh my goodness! Well, anyway, um, you know the thing. What I noticed as a kid in 1983 is that games were cheaper. Um, you know, I, I understand that there was a crash, and I, I you know, that there was a, a, a difficult in the market of moving new games. But what that meant was the games they had on st- on uh, in stock. The prices dropped, and so when I was a kid and I went to TG and y with my mom or um, you know the the local gosh, what was the other place that we went to um, not Kmart but um, i don't know just like the the little uh, you know drugstore type places, I remember them having um, bargain bins with Atari games and Atari games were all of a sudden five or ten dollars uh, I do remember five dollar games, especially the uh, silver. Boxed ones, you know, with Dig Dug, and um, you know the later releases like that G- uh, Galaxy. And I specifically remember getting, at that point when it was cheap. So what what the video game crash meant for me was that I got more games. Uh, you know, it wasn't that things went away; it was that that I got more stuff. You know, and, and um, the other part of that, the other side of the coin, is that I was a um, retro uh, or early, I guess you would say home computer adopter as well. So to say, Oh, there was this huge video game crash. Not to me. I had an Apple two in 1983, you know? Um, I was a few years away from uh, getting my Commodore 64. So, uh, for me and my friends, there were games aplenty, you know? And then of course, uh, uh, when people say there was this huge, uh, market crash, you know, I mean, you're, you know, that's in an 83 and then in an 85 is a Nintendo. So, I mean, a, a year or two where things were cheap. I don't know. I, I think it's over overstated and overrated. There's a term that I uh, just made up. but um, uh, So anyway, I um, went to a gaming expo one year. I believe it was uh, probably 2005 based on the date of this. So 405. And uh, someone else had just got back from uh, one of the the big gaming, I think it was probably Classic Gaming Expo, probably CGE, and had got Howard Scott Warshaw to sign uh, this cartridge. Um, I don't know why, but this cartridge ended up getting donated as a door prize to another uh, computer show or gaming show, which was uh, OVGE, the Oklahoma Video Game Expo, which I attended, and I won this As a door prize. Now, the problem is, if you're going to display this, if you put this on a shelf, people have no idea what it is. They go, what is that? You know, it's some scribbling on this thing or whatever. But if you display it this way, then people go, why do you have a copy of Yars Revenge up there? Which is why I have the second copy of (laughs) of Yars Revenge, which is not signed. And so on my shelf, I have them displayed uh, like this so that when you see them... You go, oh, it's yours, revenge, And I go, yep, and look right there. Uh, it's signed by Howard Scott Warshaw. Uh, by the way, if you didn't know that said Howard Scott Warshaw, I only know because uh, when I won it, somebody told me. <laughs> uh, I don't, I mean, it's, uh, I guess when you're uh, uh, the um, inventor of the, or the, the programmer of the game that crashed the entire video game industry, you, you know, Maybe maybe uh, he crashed it by his signature. Maybe he was supposed to sign something that said, keep video games going for another year. And uh, he signed it like that and nobody knew what it was. And so that's why the, <laughs> the video game uh, world crashed. Uh, I, I, you know, while we're here, while we're killing time, I will tell you that um, I'm a huge, huge fan of Yars Revenge. Uh, I, I had this game when I was a kid. I love Yars Revenge. Uh, I'm assuming you're familiar with it, but if you're not, uh, you control uh, a YAR and uh, the, uh, gosh, I'm going to draw a blank, but Ray, and I can't think of his last name, but uh, uh, he was the president of Atari at the time. And so YAR was Ray backwards, which is where they got the the term YAR from. And uh, you control the YAR, you're this little fly looking uh, spaceship and you fly through uh, a a protective force field as uh, this little missile is trying to get you and you peck, 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 peck at uh, uh, this force field until the uh, uh, spiral, uh, you know, is vulnerable and then you shoot your ion missile or whatever, you know. Uh, and, and then you just, there's two different levels and you just alternate back and forth. Yards Revenge, uh, I mean, I love the gameplay, but a couple of the reasons why I also like it. Well, I love the trivia fact that the force field, uh, that displays in the game is actually made up of the game's code. Uh, and you could find out about this. I believe this is covered in the book, uh, racing the beam, which is a fantastic book. If you haven't read that and you have any interest about how classic video games were programmed and created, you should definitely, definitely check that out racing the beam. And, um, they talk about how there wasn't enough code left in the game to create the force field, and so what the force field is doing is literally displaying the code of the game as it's scrolling up and down. Which I, I, uh, it's such a fun little trivia fact. Um, the other thing I love about Yar's Revenge is uh, if you are a uh, you know, I went to college the first time, I got my uh, associate's degree in journalism, and I got my master's degree in professional writing. So as you can imagine, uh, I am pretty nitpicky when it comes to um, uh, grammar and rules and things like that. And so uh, whenever I see people say, when they write Yars, Y-A-R apostrophe S, uh, that's not right. As you can see by the title right there next to me, Uh, The uh, title of the game is Yars, Y-A-R-S, apostrophe. And that is because uh, it is the entire race of Yars who are getting revenge. And so when you pluralize something, like if it were the human, humans' revenge, I suppose, it would be humans with an S, apostrophe. uh, And so uh, it is Yars' revenge. Now, there was a sequel to this released. Later on, on iOS that I bought, which was called Yars Revenge, Y-A-R apostrophe S. So (laughs) technically there is a Yars Revenge. It's just not, not this game. Um, but, uh, I don't know that that makes me like the game anymore or not, but it drives me crazy when I see uh, Y A R apostrophe S, which was such a weird thing. Uh, to um, drive a person crazy. It doesn't really make any sense. But um, uh, So anyway, that is uh, the item that I have uh, on display. Again, I will show you that um, uh, right here we have the signature, the signed version of Yars Revenge, and then right next to it on my shelf I also have the unsigned one. And so when I put them like that on my shelf, people could go, what is that? I go, "It's a signed copy of Yars Revenge. Uh, and nobody ever asks why there's a an unsigned copy. I think it's just a mental thing. They, they see that and they get it. So, uh, as always again, I apologize for being a day or two late. Uh, thank you guys for all your support on Patreon. I really appreciate it. Uh, I am hoping that, um, the audio quality and everything, it looks like everything is working fine. Uh, I, I will say that, um, I use some of my Patreon money to buy some sound deadening tiles and I put those on the wall behind my monitors uh, for when I was doing recording, but now that I've moved all the tables around, they're not exactly behind me. They're actually like here, here, and, and over this way. And, uh, now the phone's are ringing. <laughs> I cannot win. I cannot win. And so, um, the, uh, I don't know if it, I don't know how you guys are, but, uh, uh, I'm going to call every day from the school system about, uh, COVID status and whether or not they're going to, uh, we, um, uh, our, our school made everybody made the decision if your kids were going to uh, stay home or go back in, but we had to make that decision several months ago. And so we made that decision when, um, COVID numbers were, uh, at rock bottom here in Oklahoma. And so, um, then they, they changed things very quickly and made people, they held people to the, uh, uh, decision that you made previously. And so our kid is back in school and, uh, now they're giving us the number of COVID, uh, positive, uh, tests every day for the school. And once it hits a certain number, they're going to close the schools back down. So, uh, I probably, it'll be an interesting voicemail <laughs> waiting for me on the phone. Uh, what a strange time. And wouldn't it be easier if, if uh, I wish that COVID were the little spiral in yours revenge and that we could just go peck, peck, peck and shoot it with a missile. That would be so much better. But, uh, uh. Like everybody else, uh, we're just trying to uh, wait it out and be as safe as we can. So anyway, thank you guys, uh, for your patience and, uh, thanks for, uh, supporting the show on Patreon and, uh, thanks for supporting me. You know, if, um, uh, you, again, you have any requests about, uh, specific items or types of items or anything else that you want to see. Uh, feel free to, uh, leave a message on Patreon or shoot me an email or anything like that. And, uh, I will work in whatever you guys want. So, uh, thank you so much. And I will talk to you uh, next week.